Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Generosity Freak Show. I'm your host, Brady Josephson, and today we have a special episode where we are going to share a couple insider conversations that we had with Jamie Blumquist, uh, agency lead at Google Marketing Solutions, and Andy Cressadina, uh, co-founder and chief marketing officer at Orbit Media. Now, we got to sit down and chat with them at our event this last year in San Antonio called the Nonprofit Innovation and Optimization Summit, where kind of before or sometimes after their session, they would come to our live stream lounge and we got to hang out and ask him some further questions. So that's what we have for you today is two of those conversations, one with Jamie, one with Andy. And both are kind of talking about search or how do you drive traffic? So obviously Google knows something about search. And Andy Crestedine has been labeled as kind of a social media and digital media expert by like Forbes magazine and social media examiner. He's really, really brilliant and gives some tactical uh, advice for how you can use content to really drive more traffic and possibly raise more funds. So I hope you enjoy both of those conversations. If you are interested in hearing uh, their full sessions, you can do that as well. If you go to niosummit.com slash 2018 dash recap, we'll include that in the show notes as well, but you can also find it by going to niosummit.com. And that's also where you can find out about the 2019 conference happening in Denver, Colorado, the Sunshine State. So uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, as always, appreciate it. Welcome to the Freak Show, here we go It's just another Freak Show, here we go I said welcome to the Freak Show, here we go It's just another Freak Show, here we go Welcome to the Freak Show, here we go It's just another Freak Show, here we go Welcome to the Freak Show, here we go It's just another Freak Show, here we go We're back. We're here with Jamie Blumquist. Thank you for being here. Pleasure. So you work for Google. I do. How cool is that? It's pretty rad. Yeah. It's pretty rad. You hear all these stories about like the cafeterias uh-huh. and things like that. They're all true? I, I tell people whatever you think Google is and what it's like to work there, it is probably that. <laughs> but, like, all right. Yes, the food is amazing. The Google 15 is amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. it's it's so great to have you here. So uh, I want you to just give us like what's what's like one or two key takeaways from the session that you yeah. just did for people who maybe missed it or were there. Like, what do you want them to walk away with? Yeah, I think in my experience, I've I've watched a lot of marketers make plans across every vertical. Yeah, and what strikes me most about nonprofits is that the demands are so much higher hmm. for this group. Like, you don't have to give. Yeah. Right? Like, Definitely not. You do not have to do this. And so the demands of those experiences are so much higher. And so mm. whether that's mobile or UX yep. or personalization, what I really hope this group took away is, like, use your data. Like, know your person. Yeah. Like, ma- like, don't lose sight of the fact that you are talking to a human. Right. Right? Yeah. That's great. And, you know, like we talk a lot about seeing through like a landing page yeah. to the person on the other yeah. side. Love that. And, and it's easy to forget because you just, you yeah. start doing reports and you got numbers. Yeah, click the rates. I'm like, and you're like, okay, this yeah, is, and you like, forget this is a human. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love and that you guys see that. So that's great to hear someone from Google who's like oodles of data talking about like <laughs> the, the person on the other yeah, side. Yeah, totally. So one of the, the pieces of data that you did share that I thought was really neat, you looked at search trends and you kind of compared branded search yes. trends for like, you know, Red Cross or actual nonprofits versus kind of unbranded search terms like, you know, doing good or something like that. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you think that means? Yeah, sure. Uh, So for those who hadn't seen it, 
When we sort of peel back the search demand, or in this space specifically, what we find since 2014 are branded searches are flat. So, and and for many big organizations, they're actually down. Um, so when I say branded, Red Cross, UNICEF, yeah, uh, Compassion International, like the big ones, the big ones, yeah, even the small ones, down. Um, but non-branded stuff, so people looking to support um, animal rescue or women's causes or whatever, those are the ones that are actually increasing. Hmm. So I think what that data point specific, I think there's two things. One is that there's a lot more players, hmm. right? And two, if you look at giving behavior, especially of a younger generation, they are more interested in value and results than they are institutions. Right. So you have to earn that. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so it gets to like, some of the stuff you guys are doing, like it gets into like telling your story mm. and like standing out. Yeah. Right? And so I, I think that's a, it's kind of a call to action for a lot of people. I think. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the interesting things, so, you know, when you talk about a value proposition question is mm -hmm. why should I give to you compared to another yep. organization? Yep. Or not at all. Yep. And that's that kind of like it's extra hard. Yeah. But the other thing is, is people are searching for like, how do I help animals? It's not just nonprofits helping animals, right? True. Like your neighbor down the street can just be doing their own thing and totally. it's not a nonprofit or they're crowdfunding something. And so like this space is more crowded in nonprofits, mm -hmm. but just in like people doing stuff. Right? And like, yeah. it's so much more crowded. And crowd. it's not even nonprofit. Like, think about news. Yeah. There used to be, like, what? Five <laughs> news channels? Right. How many are there now? A billion. That, billions. I was going to say thousands. But Literally, probably okay. billions. Okay, thousands. <laughs> so, yeah, that fragmented experience, not just nonprofits, it's everything. Yeah. Right? Like, people get to be very much like, I want this specific thing. Yeah. You know, so you have these millions and millions and millions of very specific experiences. And so it's hard yeah. as a nonprofit yeah. to find that tiny niche. Yeah. Right? Well, and what's interesting, like when we work with, with clients, even small clients, and we go through their data because maybe they don't necessarily know it. Yeah. And two things that almost always stand out. One, they get tons of traffic direct from search. Mm -hmm. And they have no idea like how or why, but like the sheer volume of people yeah. searching for stuff, yeah. as you know, is crazy. And so nonprofits aren't even really thinking about what is the experience for someone coming from search. Mm -hmm. Like maybe they're just coming to a homepage or a blog post that was three years ago, but yeah. you know, it's tracking for some reason and like yeah. they don't even necessarily know. The other one is the percentage of new visitors. It's almost always 70-80% that visit a nonprofit site. Because a lot of it is that a lot of them don't have content to like bring them back. Right. So it's people looking for something, they find a site, they generally don't find what it is they're looking for and leave. Yeah. And so it's like if you know people are searching for you and and you know that they're a first-time visitor, like you should probably create a different experience. Totally. Right? Yeah, and that's why I think and, I, and I've seen the shift even in sort of budgets of the clients that I work with. Like, you can't just do, like, a broad marketing. Right. Like, you can't just shoot it out and, like, yeah. hope stuff lands. Right. And so the idea of um, sort of audience marketing and retargeting and, like, tailoring your messages and making tiny yeah. forward, like, that's important. Like, yeah. I have no tolerance for a broad statement. That doesn't, and if I've already been to your site, yeah. don't keep saying the same thing to Yeah, me. exactly. Like give that person what they're looking for. And so I think that's why most of my career has been in paid search. Okay. I love that stuff. Because yeah. you can control that experience yes. so much more tightly than yeah. you can for a lot of other marketing channels. Yeah. 
Well, and I find a lot of people don't have control over, like, their landing page. And it's like, well, this is going to be pretty hard, you know, to do this well yeah. if you're only controlling, like, the ad side of things and you don't yeah. have a lot of control yeah. over the landing yeah. page because, you know, it's, it's a year. It's, it's expensive. Yeah, it's yeah, expensive. there's some elements there, too. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about, like, search trends, a little bit about yeah. analytics. What's something kind of, like, cool that you're working on or that you've seen or, like, maybe coming up or that you're like, this is pretty sweet? I know I just threw that question at you. Oh, I didn't man. prep you for that at all. Put me on the spot. Yeah, I did put you on the spot. Um, well, I'll tell you what I'm just generally jazzed for. Great. So I'm generally jazzed. So Google's really heavily investing in the idea of like an assistive um, experience. Okay. And so you have your like your Google Homes and your voice search. Yeah. And so I think that is really, I think that's really interesting for a lot of reasons because it goes back to providing value for people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and so that's really what I'm excited for. I don't know where this is going to be sort of extrapolated right. to, but like, I love that I can like wake up in the morning and just be like, tell me the news yeah. or like, what's that thing? Or like, what's happening with this person? Or remind me to do this. Like, this is like a very integrated into your life technology. Yeah. And so I think that's really cool and, and really sexy and, yeah. you know, um, so I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah. And what that means for nonprofits, we'll see. Yeah. Like, well, we need assistance, so that, <laughs> <laughs> so that helps. Yeah. It just, I was just writing emails and then, uh, in Gmail, yeah. of course, and it's, it completed my sentence. I know, I know. Is that, is that like a new thing? It's new it to is. me. I was like, what's this happening? It is a new thing and it will learn. So like, I have like a very goofy like, so it knows, like in my emails about. and so like it spits back recommendation I'm like yeah that sounds right you well know, there you know cool. it was a feature released a while ago just kind of like suggested responses yeah. to email, like great thanks and yeah. that has saved me so much time I know I know because we send out these personal emails and everyone responds which is awesome and it's like yeah. We don't need to get in a big conversation, yeah. but just like, great, thanks, and good to hear from you, and like, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So if there's more of that uh, coming down the pipe, There's always more of that stuff coming. There's great. like really cool things coming out of like YouTube. There's really cool things coming out of Gmail. Yeah. I think for the, fir for the first time ever, the sort of better integration between the power of search Ooh. and like the search intent and pouring that over to YouTube, Ooh. like that's really sexy and yeah. really cool. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited... Um, I'm excited by a lot of the resources that Google's putting out. We talked about mobile on the stage, but just like free resources to help people like get themselves like in a better place. So yeah. I'm, I'm really excited by the well, stuff good. that Google's putting you out. You should be. It yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, it's rad. Well, and we're excited to have you here and to have yes, you speaking. Thank you. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Hey, Brady here. Hopefully you enjoyed that conversation with Jamie. And before we get to the conversation with Andy, I just wanted to let you know about a really special opportunity if you wanted to come to next year's Neo Summit in Denver. It's going to be at the beautiful Ella Calkins Opera House. It looks super nice. And if you are interested in buying a ticket before the end of December 31st, before the end of this year, you can save $400 off your registration, which is a pretty, 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 pretty good deal. So if you want to learn more and buy your ticket, you can do so at niosummit.com. That is niosummit.com. And be sure to use the discount code YEARENT, all one word, Y-E-A-R-E-N-D, YEARENT. You can use discount code YEARENT at niosummit.com. All right, we are back, and I'm sitting here with Andy Crestadina. We were talking about our four-month-old and five-month-old. Yep. 
and what that's like. You look rested, though. Uh, I'm out of town. <laughs> I slept great go. last night. No yeah. problem at all. You don't have to get up. There you yeah. go. Well, we're so thankful and glad that you're here and taking some time away. Uh, you're going in the next session. Yeah. And so why don't you give us just like a little tease about what you're going to be talking about? Sure, sure. So nonprofits, any organization, will meet their digital goals by doing two things well. One is attracting the visitor, top of funnel. The second is converting the visitor, bottom of the funnel. And you guys are, it's fun to talk to you because you guys are pros at the conversion side. Uh, my presentation is sort of equal parts, traffic and conversion, cheese and mousetrap. So I'm basically just doing my greatest hits, like the best tactic I know for increasing traffic through search quickly, the best tactic I know for increasing conversion rates quickly. And it's kind of a step-by-step prescriptive analytics approach, which you and I both love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the, the things that I loved about your talk when I heard it earlier, but one of the biggest challenges about nonprofits is it's, um, it's a volume problem. So when yeah. we go in and like do audits and we look at rate metrics or things like that, it's like, honestly, you're fine. You just don't get enough emails. You don't get enough visitors. Right. Driving traffic is, is often the biggest hurdle sure. for organizations because they sure. can't buy it. They don't have the budgets to do it. And they think they can't produce content or play the content game, mm. right? And so anything that can help organizations and nonprofits solve a bit of the traffic problem will help them solve a lot of the other problems, sure. like emails and donations. Yeah. So, so how do you think the content marketing game is different or unique at all to nonprofits, if at all? Well, it's more relevant to nonprofits because it's the opposite of paid. Hmm. So if you've got a, there's a famous quote from Guy Kawasaki. He says, if you've got more budget than brains, do advertising. If you've got more brains than budget, do content marketing. <laughs> So nonprofits tend to have more brains than budget, <laughs> yeah. and they've got a lot of heart. So there's great stories, there's great content, yeah. right? And this is another thing you guys do a lot is like to discover the content that they already have. But uh, to drive the traffic, I, I always want to help people hit the easy runs first. So if you've been out there for a little while, you've been publishing even a little bit, if you've got a site of even you know a decent number of pages, you probably already rank for something. Hmm. But most people just have no idea. Right. Because most people have never looked to see what they're right. already getting traction from. Right. Like the low-hanging fruit, finding existing content. Yeah. So if you run a report through analytics in your search console, queries report, you can find the phrases you already ranked for. Uh, I can do it for anybody or anyone can do it through a competitive anal- analysis tool like uh, SEMrush. Yeah. And you basically can find, there's a way to filter that report to find the phrases for which you rank high on page two. Oh, Which is fun because if you rank high on page two for anything, you almost rank on page one. <laughs> right. And a few tiny edits to that page may move and you from you page two to page one. Brilliant. So I call it like how to get more traffic in five minutes. And it actually works almost every time. You really? Can help anybody. Yeah. So I'm going to do that today. Okay. Well, I'm going to do that this afternoon for our own site. Let's do it together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That'd be great. Yeah. We could use the extra little bump. Sure. Why not? Yeah. And one of the things that you touched on there is like Google Analytics, search queries, consoles, yep. SEMrush. There's a lot of organizations, people that maybe don't, those are like, they've never heard of them, or those are like death right, words. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. should they be afraid of this stuff? It's terrifying. <laughs> I'm scared of it. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> don't use it. Don't go there. Forget the data. Right. Just go with qualitative. Talk to your people. Yeah. Actually, that's not a joke. Talk to your audience. Talk yeah. to your donors. That's another thing that we all believe, right? It's like the, the farther down the funnel you're, you're uh, measuring and engaging and working, uh, the higher the ROI. Yeah. So... I wouldn't say, I mean, analytics is important, but it, it never supersedes the, you know, a high touch interaction with someone that, you're, that already loves you. Yeah. But once you've done that, it's still to be doing that job well. Yeah. 
are people on the site? What are they doing on the site? Are they taking action? Are they not taking action? What is the most popular path through your website? I'm asking these things as questions because I believe that's the proper way to use analytics right. is to answer questions. Yeah. A lot of people think they have to do reporting. Right. This question a lot, what reports should I look at? How should I report? Reporting doesn't affect marketing outcomes. Yeah. Only actions affect marketing outcomes. So I'm a big proponent of asking questions, finding answers, and taking action. Yeah. So what are the top three pages on my website? Wow, how much more popular are those than other pages? Oh, those are a thousand percent more popular than my average page. Yeah. Let's work on those. Yeah. So yeah, use analytics, but use it when you have a question. Don't don't just swim in the ocean and hope to go somewhere. You're not right. going to go anywhere. Right. So if you if you have an idea or go turn it into a hypothesis or you're curious, go ask a question. Find the report that answers the question and supports the action you're thinking of taking in marketing. Right. Yeah, it's a great way to think about it because I think, you know, your reports and that and a lot of people get nervous. But if you just think right. about like what's a question you right. want an answer to and be yeah. curious, then most people are like, yeah, absolutely. And then you get more comfortable, you get more fluent, you get more skills. Now you that's when you start to love analytics. Yeah. If you just use it to look at numbers and you never feel that it's an emotional, psychological <laughs> thing, right? If you never feel like, oh, wow, I just got some value, yeah. then like anything else in your life, you're not going to go gonna back do it. and yeah. learn more. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting if like in Google, once you go to like a third page, they just like sprinkle some like confetti on the page and give you this bolt like, oh, this is yeah. fun. This is, this is nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not confetti, but there's a, there's a button at the top above every report that says save, Yeah. which I want people to click. If you ever find some, some interesting insight in your analytics, go save that report and give it a name and then go back and look at it later right or there's a share button in every report yeah you find some insight or something you're wondering about go click that share button and send it to someone else and start a conversation tell stories through your data collaborate with others take action based on the data and uh, you'll slowly get more comfortable less terrified and have more (laughs) fun with the tool awesome well I'm really looking forward to it Uh, we're so thankful that you're here And uh, you might need to get some lunch. But thank you for taking some time on the live stream. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be here. All right. I hope you enjoyed that episode with those two little chats. I know there's some background noise in there, but everyone was just having so much fun. Uh, If you want to listen to the full presentation and get some slides and some notes, which I highly recommend, particularly for Andy. He's got some really practical advice in there. Uh, You can watch and get uh, that information at neosummit.com. Uh, slash 2018-recap. So that's niosummit.com slash 2018-recap. Or you can just go to niosummit.com and you can find your way there. But you can watch uh, Andy's presentation, Jamie's presentation, and everyone else's presentation from the event. And while you're there, you can also learn more about the 2019 event in Denver. And if you like what you see and are looking to attend, which would be awesome, uh, you can use discount code YEARENDE, Y-E-A-R-E-N-D, and you can save $400 off your ticket. So thanks again for listening, uh, and hopefully we'll see you in Denver. Hey, this is Brady, and I just want to say thank you for listening to the Generosity Freak Show. If you want to get all future episodes, please be sure to subscribe at generosityfreakshow.com, or you can just search the Generosity Freak Show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have comments, questions, feedback, you can email us at podcast at next after. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, the Generosity Freak Show is produced by Next After, where I work. Next After is an online fundraising research lab that works with nonprofits to help them grow their online fundraising. And our mission is to unleash the most generous generation in the history 
of the world. You can learn more about us and what we're up to and see our latest research at nextafter.com. Lastly, this show would not be possible without my co-host, Tim Kuchuriak, and our amazing mixologist and producer, Nathan Hill. So many, many thanks to them. So thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week.